What'd you want to do? What do I want to do about what? The intro. I don't know. That's up to you. Did you buy the lube yet? No, I didn't buy the lube yet. It's your turn to buy it. I know, but I thought we had already agreed that we would go to a porn store and and get it. That's never going to happen. I think it'd be a smart thing for us to go to a professional that knows the different variety of lubes to tell us what lube we should get. Instead of just eyeballing it. We don't eyeball it. It works every time. I think anything at that point will work. Even spit will work at that point. And we <laughs> could save like three or four dollars. Spit never works. It worked in Brokeback Mountain. Well, you're not Jake Gyllenhaal and I'm not Heath Ledger. So. But we could be. Anyways. On to the story. Welcome to the story of us. I'm Raymond. And I'm Elvis. And today we are going to be talking about accidents. Um, whether they be happy accidents, bad accidents, or... And I think in this case it's memorable accidents. Right? Am I right? Yes. Well, prompt does ask, what memory, memory comes to mind when you hear the word accident? And I said that I had nothing. I'm pretty sure we all have something that you can remember. I don't have any memory of accident that comes to my mind. But what is your definition of accident? Are we talking about like life catastrophe accident? Or like uh, are we talking about small accidents like I I peed my pants accident? Or like what level of accident are we talking about? It could be anything. I mean, like that. the prompt said, don't think, just write. Whatever comes to mind. It doesn't matter what it was. Yes. I didn't write anything, <laughs> to be fair, because I'm, I'm not much of a let me write down my thoughts type of a guy. I'm just a free-flowing type of a guy. And I'm not. I need my script. But I think that in this case, I probably should have written something down. I think, I don't know why, but when you mentioned the word accident, I think about me pissing myself but that's only happened once and i think i've already talked about that and it was you just stole part of my answer oh is that what (laughs) is that what you wrote yes (laughs) really but that's what i think about when i think about accident there's no other accident that i can think of i've had a lot of of family accidents happen but none that i think would what do you mean what do you mean by family accident uh, things that have happened, like with my brothers and sisters, like like involving the law, oh, and okay. like a lot of those things, but they they didn't really impact me directly. But I'm very happy to say that, as with all good things that happen, um, at the spur of the moment, um, on my way here, I did see an accident that I want to talk about. That oh, I, that okay. I every time I see it, I think about in a very like existential way we'll do talk about it right now uh okay who who do you want to go first you can go i always go first okay then i'll go first all right go first okay so um when i think about the word accident on it's it's more of like a childhood not so much trauma that happened to me but if you know me or if you ever paid attention to my 
right hand, I have two scars on, on that hand. On one of them, it's the ring finger, and it's the entire finger. It looks like it's burned badly, but there's a story that happened that happened with that. And on that index finger on the same hand, the fingernail is bent in half. And it's always been like that since I was four, I believe. But the story with that is, is we were at my grandma's house in LA a long time ago. And back then when they delivered the milk or when they, when they used to have, um, milk delivered to the stores, they would have them in those plastic crates. Do you know what I'm talking about? Those plastic crates with like all the holes in them? The black ones? Yes. I think they're still used today. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I'm saying like back in the day when I was little, what had happened was this. But um, we had those those plastic crates there. Like they were like on the ground or somewhere near my, my grandma's house. And we were outside. We were playing in them. And then for some reason, I um, was playing with, with this older kid and we decided that I should go into the crate and he would push me like a little car. So um, we were on the cement. And when I got into that little plastic crate, he ended up lifting up the crate like a couple of inches above the cement. And I, for some reason, I got scared and put my hands through those holes and like gripped for like my life. And then he had set it back down on the cement and pushed it. So it ended up scraping the skin off of my uh, finger. And I, I don't remember crying, but I remember just seeing a lot of blood. And I remember somebody, one of my um, moms or so, an, an adult who was there, they ended up picking me up and taking me to the bathroom and like washing it out. But I just remember seeing so much blood pouring out of that. And that's that's something that like stuck with me. So that's like that's one one of the things that I, that I associate the word accident with. That's very tragic. <laughs> Not very tragic, but it's something that like while you were um, reading, uh, sorry, while you were reading your your prompt and discussing it, um, it reminded me of something that happens with rings called ring avulsion, where. If you're wearing a ring and if you're not paying attention, like something can get caught in that ring and then literally tear your skin back. Um, never Google images of ring avulsion because it's very disgusting. But that it's pretty much what it reminded me of when, when, when you spoke about it. Does it look the same? Um, yeah. kind. Well, not really, but... It's when um, we're looking at pictures on our end over here, but don't don't do it if you're very. Um, That's not that bad. Um, and well, you haven't seen all the other pictures. Do do you dare to see see <laughs> all the pictures of ring avulsion? Oh, okay. Yeah, but it literally is when you're like your your ring gets stuck oh. on something and it pulls the skin that's gross back. but that's what it reminded me of when you were nothing like that <laughs> almost like that. Well, it was almost like it. Don't and, Google that. But if I'm picturing your story correctly, is it's on the the middle finger of your no the ring finger. the ring finger of your right hand, and it happened like towards the top where almost where the nail is. But are you saying like your like part of your skin like 
came like it I'm folded assuming, out or no, no i'm assuming it just got scraped off like ice or what what like when you're making a raspado you know and your skin kind of gets scraped well, I'm trying to imagine because it does look like a burn mark, but I, I'm just I don't picture this being smashed against the cement and being scraped. Oh, okay. So it's like a knee scrape type of thing. It wasn't. Scraped. How come it was more of a? But that's see, that's what I mean. Is if it was a knee scrape, it wouldn't have bruised badly as it is now. It it literally looks like your skin was burnt. So I'm wondering, like, if your skin was flapping off, probably. How, but did you go to the doctor to get it fixed? Yeah. What did they do? I don't remember. What do you mean you don't? Did you, did you get stitches? Did they just wrap it I up remember. and they were like, eh, the, the. I just remember seeing blood and that was it. So I, I think you remember. I think you just repressed it. I was did it, not repress it. it. Was it very painful? I don't remember. Probably. This is a very exciting memory. All this. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't know what else to, to talk about. <laughs> At this point. <laughs> Anyways, move on then. Move on. Uh, it, but did it affect your life in any way? It still hurts to this day. It, it's So out of your whole lifespan, when you think of the word accident, that's the only thing you remember. No, there's thousands of things, but that's just one of the random things that popped up to my head. But out of curiosity, why did you choose to write about that specific one? The prompt said, don't think, just write. Right, and you subconsciously chose to write about that one. Yes. Why? Well, you just said subconsciously, so you must like. Well, I'm I'm telling you for the sake of the podcast to to kind of <laughs> dig deeper here. I don't know. I really don't know. I was, I just that's something that just came came to me. Fascinating. Um. Anyways. Well, my accident. Um didn't happen to me personally. It's just overall as accidents. And I think if, if I had the opportunity to sit down and write about something, pretty sure it would be this. All right. Tell us about your little story. Okay. So I was on my way here, um, to your, to your house. Yes. Just right now, um, to record this podcast when I was driving up one of the, the main streets to get here. And, over to the right was a guy pulled over with, with like a cell phone and right behind him was a guy on the floor that I don't, I don't know if he was dead or he, if he was killed or if he was just passed out from like alcoholism. But weirdly enough, this is the second time this happens to me where I'm going somewhere and I see just a body laying on the floor. And you see bodies on the floor all the time? Yeah, well, this is the second time. The first time it happened by my house. Um, and there was a, a guy on the floor. But he was still alive. He wasn't, like, unconscious. Um, but And there was somebody pulled over. But what I think about... In those cases, going back to to the accident I saw today, um, I always wonder what led up to that because I don't, I literally don't know what had happened to that guy. I don't think that the guy pulled over necessarily knew either because it seemed like he was just like driving by and he saw this body laying on the floor, um, and it was like this 
older like Mexican guy who was dressed like with blue jeans and with like a like a blue button up shirt and it, he seemed like one of those generic Mexicans you would see like at a like a backyard party I don't know like one of those old school Mexicans one of those old school Mexicans that you know just like go about life maybe like do construction and just drink but Okay. Um, yeah. But that, but that's what I'm saying is is I didn't know the guy. I don't think that the guy that pulled over knew who he was. And I think about both people in that case. When you know you're driving, just minding your own business, and you see a body on the floor, do you do the right thing and pull over and see if the guy's okay? Do you call nine one one? Because the guy's just minding his own his own business. Um, and from the other perspective, like, what was that guy up to? Like, was he mugged and ultimately was he like stabbed or really badly hurt? Was he just like drinking too much throughout the day and then just passed out? Or was he, I don't know, brought there by somebody else that had already killed him and just decided to leave the body there? Cause it was right next to the swap meet. So, and it was under some like bushes, like, you know how like the fence has like, yeah, some big early under bushes. Yeah. He was under those. So it just really gets to me when I see that, like that kind of a thing happen because like this guy woke up this morning thinking it was going to be like an ordinary day. And he went about his business, probably did what he always does on Sundays. And then. Little did he know that around four-ish, he would probably be dead. You don't think about that stuff? He could be taking a nap. He could. I don't know. I'm just assuming that, you know, who would take a nap? It was a dirt road. Bums? He didn't look like a bum. He looked like he maybe had a family or something. But if you were the guy who had just driven up, would you have taken the time to pull over and help him out? Probably not. Why not? I don't know. I think about my own safety in that situation. Like, you don't know. If, the like, guy's laying on the floor. He clearly needs help. Okay. But, okay, this can go back to one of my friend's stories where she thought where there's, there was this guy that needed help. She decided to help him. Was he on the floor? No. But well, there you go. Like he was in distress. So what did she do? She rolled down a window. She asked if the guy needed help. She got carjacked with her stepchild in the car. Okay. Off. How was this guy in distress? I don't know. Was he just like on the side of the road saying, I need help? <laughs> well, that's enough, a whole different. That's a whole different thing. Because then, yeah, you use your best judgment. Like if it's a guy that's clearly not in distress and he's saying, help, I'm in distress, and you roll down the window, then that's a whole different thing. There was a, adding to your story, there was a time where I was in LA, in my hometown where I grew up, and um, there was this, it was in a lot of, like a supermarket, and it was two girls um, that were parked in front of, I think it was like a key, like a keysmith, or a, Locksmith. A locksmith, yeah. And um, they were talking about something. There was this guy in the backseat. And so 
the two girls had gone out to go talk to the locksmith. And then the guy, like, runs out of his, like, the back seat mm-hmm. into the front seat uh-huh. and, like, starts the car. And then one of the girls, like, like she she kind of reacts. And she's like, what the fuck are you doing? And so she, like, tries, like, jumping through the window saying, hey, what are you doing? And starts, like, hitting the guy. And then the, the locksmith is just like, what the fuck is going on? And then the guy just takes off. W- was with the girl car. in the car? No, no, no. She she was able. I think oh, the the okay. friend pulled her gotcha. out, but the guy just took off. So in those cases, you know what led up to that? Was that guy even like one of their friends? Was he like a stranger that they were helping out? Mm-hmm. But those are the things that where you really have to use your best judgment on because if the person's like clearly older than you and it seems like they're up to no good and you stop to help them out, then that's your own fault for doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, if you want to be, you know, the good person and help them out, you have to come at it with this, with this mentality that it can go either way. You can either be doing the right thing and helping this person out, or this person can definitely just like screw you over. Okay. And well, I have a question for you then. Mm-hmm. Why didn't you stop and help? Because there was already help. And I always how, how do you know he didn't like I was I was thinking about that. And I I always think about that whether I should stop and help. But at that point, am I really just helping or am I just being a bother? Because it seemed like the guy had already called 911 because he had his phone in his hand. And the the guy was just like unconscious on the floor mm-hmm. so got- what am i going to contribute to the situation like i'm, I'm going to go in and be like hey dude do you need help with this guy or what the fuck is going on and then the guy's clearly going to be like oh i just saw him here i just called 911 and then i'm just gonna do what <laughs> at do, that do, point do, 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 walk away. but okay but if that guy wasn't there would you have stopped you know i think about it and i think i would i think at first <laughs> i think Ooh. at first i would pass the body by and then I would think about it and then I would turn around and make a U-turn and go back. Because I think about, you know, what if that guy was a dad or, you know, what if he's somebody's grandfather, you know? And if it was my dad or my grandfather and he would have been passed out for whatever reason, or maybe he had been missing for days, you don't know. And then I'm the person that has that mentality of, of stopping and, and helping when nobody else did. I can I can either save his life or I can bring peace of mind to somebody else, you know. But I think eventually somebody would have reported the body. But I think that if I was one of the first people to have seen the body there, I think I would have probably um, have pulled over. Because I, I don't know. I was thinking about that on my way here. I was like, oh, should I have stopped and see if that guy was okay? Maybe that was, guy needed some mental support. Was, or- was there another car there? No, no, no. It was just one car. It was just one car and one guy from what I saw. And um, I really did think about like pulling over. I had already passed him. I would have had to make a U-turn and go back. But I was thinking like maybe seeing if that guy just needed help with him. But I was like, it seems like he had everything under control. So I don't think I would have been contributing anything to the situation. But if I was in fact the first one to had seen the guy, I think that I would have tried pulling over, seeing if the guy was okay, 
calling 911 and then seeing if I should be the one doing CPR or what. Because, you know, this hasn't happened to me because I've never called anybody in. But you know how in movies, like, um, you call and then the dispatcher will say, okay, I'm sending units or whatever. Um, try doing CPR if you're comfortable with it. Or I think I would wait for the dispatcher to tell me. Because I don't want to start doing it and then the dispatchers say, don't, 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 don't touch the body because, I don't know, the body might be dead. But I'm pretty sure it's it's common sense to see if the guy's still alive, call it in, and then get directions from the dispatcher at that point. Because that, I mean, I'm assuming that's what you should do. But the more I think about it, the, the more I, th- I think, yeah, I think you should. You have a right as a as a human being to help out somebody else in that situation. If you don't, then you're kind of selfish in a way. And it might be that you just don't want to get involved. You don't want to. I think the most know. thing I would do is drive by and then just call it in. What would that help though? Notify the authorities. Let them figure it out. But wouldn't it be in your, in, in your like mind as you're falling asleep? Like what if, the moment you saw him, that was your opportunity to to save his life. What if you have you could have had the opportunity to save the guy's life? Yeah, I did it by calling it in. I don't think personally I would have stopped. But you don't know that. You don't know that in those that if you would have stopped and if you would have um, helped out helped him out and performed CPR or something, it would have saved his life. You don't know because by the time that the ambulance would have gotten there, it might have been too late. You don't know. True. So I think that, yeah, I, I think I would have helped that guy out. That's something I always think about. The first time that, that I saw something like this, the guy was still conscious, but he was just laying on the floor. Um, and kind of looked like he had, like, slipped, and he was pretty, pretty old. Mm-hmm. And there was already a car pulled to the side and kind of, like, helping him, mm-hmm. I think, or talking him through something. But I'm pretty sure the lady got help. On my way here, I I did see ambulances relating back to the second oh, guy really? that I just that I, I just that. finished talking about. The second guy, not the first one, but the second guy that was unconscious. Like when I was driving mm-hmm. over here, mm-hmm. debating whether I should make a U-turn. Yeah. Yeah. I did see like ambulances dropping, oh, okay. uh, you know, going past me. So I'm pretty sure they were going to help out the guy in distress. So I I really think there was nothing I could have done at that point. But like I wonder, like you don't you don't have those like those thoughts in your mind where you wake up one morning thinking that it's gonna be fine, but you don't know like anything could happen throughout the day that can lead to your death. You don't think about that? Like when you see like other people like die or well, of course. Like when when those when situations like that happen, yeah, it does make you think like but I don't like constantly like think about it. I always think about it. I don't think about it that much. I'm not fascinated by death or... I think that's why I'm so like dissatisfied with, with my life sometimes because I feel like I'm not living it to the fullest. Like, sure, like, you know, you have an office job. You're doing your nine to five every day. You're putting in your hours. But, you know, what if you die on your way to work? Are you really going to be satisfied with the way you lived your life? I think about that a lot. And how, like, if I got into an accident and I died... I think I would regret the life that I've had. Mm-hmm. 
because when you really think about it, like the way I um, categorize life, it's life kind of happened by accident. So I don't think anything was planned. So the fact that we're here and we have a body that naturally takes care of you and you can literally do whatever you want because there's no set rules for whatever it is you want to do, then you should take advantage of that. And I think that, I think we some people have priorities mixed up. Well, I mean, if you have a family and, you know, you don't mind working a nine to five, then that's, that's fine. But I consider myself young. You're still young. We still can go out and about and do and explore life. So when I see those things happen, I kind of start feeling bad about the life that I'm living because I'm like, well, if I die tomorrow, yeah, I'm not living it to my fullest. So I kind of feel like guilty about it to an extent. But at the same time, it's like, well, I can't really just drop everything and just do what it is that I want to do because, you know, you might, th- th- you that's might, just you careless. Might to, no, not necessarily. Because you have bills to pay. Some people are helping out their families, you know. So you might not be in that in that state where you can really jump, jump at the opportunity. And I get it, but. Uh, I always think that's, I, I daydream about that whole. About just traveling? No, about dropping everything right now and starting something else. Dropping your day, I mean, day you job you very well could, but you you have to prepare for it. Like if you have a savings and you know, like for me, I'm very I'm a very like careless person because I do have those thoughts, and I'm and if I put my mind to something, I will do it. So I know that if I decided to drop everything right now, I have a cushion to do it. Mm-hmm. But see, that's me being prepared for it because I know eventually, uh, one day I might wake up and I just might say like fuck everything, and I'm just gonna do what it is that I've always wanted to do. And I could do it for an amount of time because I have a savings. Like a savings account for me is very big because I know that if anything happened or if I just really got tired of the life I was living, I can just make some adjustments and that's it. You're not bound by your job, you know, which is the great thing about the land of the free, you know. You're not bound by anything. You can just do whatever it is you want to do. Nobody owns you. But that's why I truly believe in that phrase that say that says live by your means. Because I think like when people get jobs that pay more, you 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 automatically think, great, I have more money, I get to upgrade my life. Better cars, better houses, better better everything. You know, and then sooner or later Maybe like in a couple months or in a year or in a few years, you're saying, shit, I need more money to maintain myself. And then you're back at where you started. But if you just continue living comfortably, all that extra money you have could be you can choose to help out family. You can choose to travel more, maybe take some time off, but you have savings. And that's what I try like reminding myself about like like promotions or when I'm doing like really good at work I try keeping that mentality because like yeah it might be nice to drive a Tesla or to have a better house but at the end of the day is it just gonna add more problems to my life or is this promotion or something a way for me to say okay now I can afford to one day go like 
on a very expensive like trip or maybe that'll be the amount that I set aside to start my family. I don't know. With kids and stuff? Maybe. With the dog. <laughs> but see how beautiful it is. We started talking about death and then we <laughs> and then we we ended the episode it, it, it talking about full uh, circle. Full circle. The circle of life. But uh that was my accident that that I wanted to contribute. And I think when I think about accidents, that's what I think about is death and and how it kind of grounds me. It brings me back to the reality that um, not everything is like a TV show or a movie or a magazine or something like this is the life that you're living and you should make the best out of it because you might be in a ditch dead one day. That's definitely true. Wow. <laughs> and I don't know, you might just have a scar on your finger one day. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> well, I tried helping you out. Maybe, you know, trying to connect it to something more meaningful. I'm done. All right. Well, that is our episode of The Story of Us with uh, Raymond. That's me. And Elvis. And we'll see you next time on The Story of Us. <laughs>